What the fuck is up, you beautiful bastards and bitches? How the fuck y'all doing today? It's another day, another dollar, baby. Another time spent away from my family, which I don't love, but I'm going home tomorrow. <sighs> Sorry, kind of late. Going home tomorrow, and I'm going to see my wife, you know, see my friends. Going back to the thing I love doing, which is just being around the people I love. But what do I want to talk about today? Well, what I want to talk about is uh, kind of an interesting subject. I mean, not. I mean, it is interesting, but just death and how people handle it. You know, the uh, the reason I bring it up is because I've been thinking about uh, Norm Macdonald. He's a, uh, or he was a. He's a very good comedian. He was uh, very fucking funny. Dude was hilarious. He cracked me the fuck up. You know, he had he had great great jokes, great delivery. And um, there's a video that came up on my feed, and it was before he died. And w- what he had was cancer. He had uh, a very bad case of cancer. He's been fighting for a while. But what uh, what was different about it, I guess what I'm trying to say is that he didn't tell anyone. I know I'm, I'm pausing a lot and stuff, it's because this, this subject is kind of scary to me, but more importantly, when I think about Norm Macdonald dying and how he kept it to himself, it it breaks my heart. It really does. Um, he died in 2021. He was only 61 years old, man. He, he wasn't even fucking old. Like He was just starting to get into the old age bracket. But He's gone. It fucking bums me out, man. It fucking bums me out so much. But there's this video that showed up in my feed, and it's of him doing the the last set he ever did on the Tonight Show or Late Night Show. I can't remember what the name of the one is with David Letterman. But that show, he was on it, and he was doing it. And he in in the beginning of the set, he goes, "This is gonna be the last show I do on this show." And he he kind of he he, say, he says I think or something like that, and. People probably thought he was joking around about getting kicked off for the crazy shit he's going to say or something. But, you know, you can tell now that you have this information that wasn't what was happening. What was happening was he was, you know, at least to me, he was saying goodbye. You know, really saying goodbye. And it's hard to watch, man. It is because at least the way I look at it, the fact he didn't tell anyone like no one knew besides like people who were really close to him you know talk about it he didn't lament his existence he didn't lament his diagnosis or or the cards he had been dealt or any of those things he just kept making people laugh and he and he there's this one video like i said he's on david letterman it's it's like the last time he's he's performing there before he dies and he has this moment and he's talking about you know dave Chappelle when he was a kid and he's just you can just tell he's just remembering his memories and and like fighting that terrifying reality that the end is coming, right? Like he he probably knew, probably knew how much time he had left, probably knew how serious it was, probably knew how little of a chance there was for him to recover. And the man still just made people laugh, man. There's something so beautiful about that 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 I I don't I don't think I could ever be him. What I mean what I mean by that is that I don't think. If I got a disease like that, I don't know if I could keep it to myself. I don't know if I could 
just soldier on, you know, and keep going about my life like it was normal. And, and he just does. He just did, you know. And when you think about it and, and how much those moments must have meant to him specifically, dude, it, it breaks my fucking heart. It breaks my heart because you see him start getting emotional and crying. And it, it fucking made me cry. I don't, I don't give a shit. Because it sucks, man. He was he was a really good comic. He was very funny. And, you know, as far back as I can go, that I've been, in, in my memory at least, that I've been, you know, into comedy and, and stand-up and that kind of thing, you know, I, I've known about him since I was a kid. And, you know, by all accounts, he was a nice person, but it, that's not what's so sad about it to me. What's so sad about it to me is that he kept it to himself. And I realized, you know, maybe he didn't want people to pity him. Maybe he didn't want to have a big conversation about it. Maybe maybe he just wanted to be alone. Maybe he just didn't want to bother people. I don't know what the reason was, but there's something like fucking strong about someone that does that, that goes through that awful situation where I'm sure there was tons of pain. I'm sure there was, you know, I'm sure there were a, a lot of things that really sucked and he still managed to just smile and crack jokes and only occasionally look like he was, you know, having a rough time or something. And um, I really admire that. And it breaks my fucking heart that he's gone, man. He was he was a good dude. Again, by all accounts, I don't know him personally or anything, but he seemed like a really good person. He was a great comic, very friendly. You know, a, a lot of, uh, saw a lot of different podcasts. Maybe they're bullshitting. They could be bullshitting. But like comics who were coming up, talking about the way he treated them and how nice he was to them. Yeah, man, like that. It sucks to lose people like that. People that go out of their way to help others. People that go out of their way to do the right thing, even when it's not the easy thing, and go out of their way to be kind to those around them. You know, And, and supposedly he did that. And I believe it because, like I said, I, I don't know if I could not tell people that I had terminal cancer. I don't know. I mean, there, there was one time where I had a, a cancer scare. And... It was rough, man. It was so fucking rough. It may, it like laser focuses you on the mo most important things in your life. And all, all I could think about when I heard it was, I'm not going to get to spend my life with my wife. You know, that's that's it. And I, just, I was just thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And I'm, I'm going to leave her alone here, which sucks. And I'm going to miss out on all the great memories and the beauty of this life. And I'm not trying to be like fucking gay about it or whatever. I mean that this... This life is beautiful, you know, even in its fucking worst moments, there's still beauty in it and there's still beauty in us. You know, like I, I, as I was a kid or a young man, I was a misanthrope. Um, you know, I, I thought we were a plague upon this, but as I've gotten older, I see beauty in things I didn't see before, like in like fucking a street, you know, like it's beautiful that we altered the environment in that way to where we could get across the land further. It's it's uh, ingenuitive. I meant to say it's, I guess it's ingenuitive, but it's, it's also like resourceful. There's, there's something very cool and beautiful about that and about the things we create and the way we manipulate our environment to make it how we want it to be. Nothing else on the planet does that. And I'm not saying that's the highest form of evolution or whatever. I'm just saying that there's nothing else on the planet that manipulates its environment and matter the way we do. And that's there is beauty in that to me. And... Death is scary, man. It, it, it is. Like, I, I, when I think about it now, 
because I've done a lot of psychedelics and stuff, and I think about the day that I'll die. I'm not scared like I was before, but I still don't want it to happen anytime soon. You know, like, I want to live a full life with my wife. I spent, like, 10 years wasting my time with women that just didn't fucking matter. And now I found someone that I love and I adore. And and all I can think about when I think about death is I hope I get as long as possible with her. Because that's what's most important to me, you know? And... (sighs) Death is scary. It is. Because it's the end. But it's also the beginning of something else. I don't fucking know what... You know, whatever comes after, I'll be waiting for my wife, I guess. You know, or I hope she'll be waiting for me. It could be nothing. I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying it could be nothing. It could be just it doesn't exist, whatever. But (sighs) that is fucking scary, man. It is. You know, I've got a friend who, um, it's one of my best friends, and he has, uh, a disease. I don't want to get specific. I don't want to out, you know, air out all of his material. But he has a disease, or not material, but um, laundry. He has a disease that I don't know exactly how he's going to, uh, or, or there's a chance that he could die, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And I, it freaks me out. It doesn't just freak me out because he's going to be gone if it happens, but it freaks me out because He's been such a big part of my life, like I said, and he he matters so much to me. The idea of being without him kills me, man. It, it kills me. Like I, the, the idea of losing him, it breaks my heart. But death is part of the fucking journey, you know. Like that's that just is what it is. And when I get real like shitty philosopher when I'm on psychedelics, and sometimes I'll say like, you know, this existence is finite, so enjoy it while you're here. You know, have a good time. Good, Have good memories with people you love. Spend time with the woman you love or the man you love. You know, whatever gender or, or ethnicity or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. But spend time with people, man. Spend time with them. Money's great. I'm not saying it's not. You know, it's it's fun coupons, basically. You know, it's it's good to to have a good income coming in. But the real thing that matters is these moments, these memories we share with other human beings. It's what we fucking crave, man. It's what we all crave is we want connection more than anything. And when you're you're looking death in the face, I feel like you want it even more, you know? Like, I remember there was this time, like I said, I I, I didn't get a di- diagnosis, but my, my doctor put it in my head. He's like, you could have cancer. And that freaked me the fuck out. And I thought, you're like, oh my God, because like my my cousin died of cancer like a year ago or two years ago. And um, my grandpa died of cancer. And I'm just afraid, you know, that maybe I'll I'll get it, you know, not necessarily right now, but at some point and it'll ruin everything I have planned with my wife, everything I want to do with my wife, the memories I want to create together, the time I want to spend together. I'm afraid that it's going to ruin fucking everything that's what I was thinking right when it happened and you know thank god it wasn't but I had this moment at work with my one of my best friends he was he used to work with me we used to work together and I kind of broke down in front of him and I was like I don't I don't want to die man I don't want to go yet I want to spend more time with with my wife I want to spend more time with you guys I want to spend time with my friends my family I don't want to die yet 
because until you're confronted with it, 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 it seems so alien, the concept that this will end. Like, you don't even think about it at all, really, when you're, like, in your teens and your 20s. Then you hit 30, and you're like, hmm, I'm getting a little older. And then now I'm, you know, I'm creeping up slowly towards 40, and I do think about it. And, um, yeah, it just, it really broke my heart, the idea of, of not getting to spend time with people I love. So, I mean, that's that's what I took out of it, at least personally, is that when I thought I had it, when I thought death was knocking on my door, possibly, the only thing I think of is I didn't get enough time with the people I love. It's the only thing I thought about. I didn't think about money. I didn't think about that job I want. I didn't think about, you know, the only other thought I had that was anything that's not related to friends or family is I did think about, like, I didn't even get a chance really to try write comedy yet. And, um, you know, that's kind of what pushed me to start doing it was just that I thought I was going to die, possibly. And it's also what kind of pushed me to start doing the podcast because I always talked about doing it. But I never put any effort into it because I just thought, like, you know, I can't really do a podcast by myself. But I don't know. I think it's going fine for the most part. You know, I, I still suck at it. I'm not good at it. But, but I'm getting better as time goes on. But... Yeah, I, death is scary, man. I know I, know I keep pausing and thinking about it because I'm just thinking about like the, the way it ends and the fact that we have no information on what comes after, if anything does at all. And, you know, some people are excited to go, others aren't, you know. And when I say excited, I mean they're excited, like, oh, I'm going to go to heaven or, you know, whatever. But the reality is death is fucking scary. And when I, you know, like I said, when I thought I had that prognosis or that diagnosis that, that could potentially become like a terminal cancer or something. That's that's why I say I admire Norm MacDonald's strength when he didn't tell people or whatever, because I I was telling people like I'd break down in front of people sometimes. I mean, they were all they were close friends. I wasn't telling random people or anything like that, but I was telling you know people I loved that I was having a rough time and that it, it may be that I may be fucked you know I may be dying sooner than I want to and I don't, I don't know how he went through that by himself man I just don't like I, I didn't go through it obviously I just I just thought I might go end up going through it but it doesn't even matter that's not the point the point is that I ran my mouth almost immediately to the people I loved and he didn't I don't know how you do that I mean it, it makes sense you know, like, the way I can see him wanting to do it is like, you know, I don't want to put a burden on my family. I don't want them to treat me differently. I don't want my fans to treat me differently. I don't want anyone to, you know, put the kid gloves on with me, whatever. And, you know, maybe he also just didn't want to bring anyone down with the bad news. That's how I look at it, at least. Because generally speaking, when I don't tell people things, that like like bad things going on with me, it's because I don't want to bring their mood down. You know, I, I talk to my wife about everything. But that's because she's intricately involved in my my life. You know, I mean, like, she's half my life. Without her, you know, shit doesn't work. Without her, I don't have a life, in my opinion. Because I, I enjoy being with her so much. And it just, I can get it. Like, if I was diagnosed that way, like he was, you know, I would probably try not to tell anyone now. Now that I know that this, you know, it, it hurts people, it kills them. You know, like, 
my wife was a little freaked out. Some of my friends were freaked out when I, you know, thought maybe I was going to have it. And, uh, I kind of felt, when I found out I didn't, I kind of felt guilty for, for telling them, you know, cause I felt like I had like, even though I didn't do it, it wasn't what I was doing at all. I felt like I had betra- not betrayed them. That's not the right word. I feel like I had let them down or, or caused undue stress upon them that was not necessary, right? It's not like they, they could do anything. The only reason, at least I see, for con- telling people that shit is just so that you can spend more time with them before you go, right? Like you're letting them know like, hey man, I'm not going to be here much longer. We should spend some time together. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I could not do it. I feel like I, I mean, I know that I would want to because I'd want to spend time with everyone I could before I left. But I don't know if I could for sure do it, you know? And that's the... That's the reality, man. That's... Death is hard. It's hard to lose people you love. You know, like I said, my, my cousin died of cancer, and when he died, there was this fucking moment, you know, that I went before then. This is during the height of COVID, and they wouldn't let me see him at first when he got diagnosed with, like, a huge tumor at the base of his skull that was absolutely going to kill him. And they wouldn't let me go in because of fucking COVID. So he was just, they wouldn't let him use the phone. So he was just alone, knowing that he was going to die. And that fucking kills me, man. There's not a lot of things that I wish I could go back and change, but I wish that I could go back and spend more fucking time with him. Especially in those moments. All he'd do is just wake up and he'd start crying and tears running down his fucking face. And he just would fucking go back to sleep. That's all he could do. I grew up with him, man. He was like a brother to me, you know, and spend time with the people you love. Just do, man. Just spend time with the people you love because you don't know when it's going to fucking end. You don't know when it's over. And death is this like, it's this constant for us as human beings. No one escapes it, but it's something that we like don't really think about very often. Not not like I feel like we should because I feel like it should inform our decisions. And I'm not saying like that because you're going to die, you need to make this, you know, vast insurmountable effort to change your life into whatever you think it should be or you think people think it should be or whatever. If if you're happy just being on a farm and just living with your pigs or whatever or dogs or whatever and just taking care of them, they take care of you. You know, you do some farm work and you live your life that way. If that if that's happy to you, do exactly that. Do exactly that. You should do whatever brings you fulfillment in life, you know? And you should have some hobbies that are fun for you. And maybe they're not even useful. Maybe they're just pointless, but it's for you. You know, it's supposed to it's supposed to reignite your battery, not necessarily, you know, bring you any kind of benefit other than like your own stress relief or whatever. But that's it for now. I didn't mean to cry a little bit there. I just, you know, I think about my cousin and I think about that time and how frustrating it was the way they were like not letting any of us go visit him. 
And uh, I wish we could have spent more time with him before he went, you know. You know, you never know until it happens and then you just don't fucking know how little time you have left with someone, man. So tell the people you love, you love them. Tell the people that are you're proud of, you're proud of them. Tell people that hurt you that you hurt them. Don't leave things unsaid because it can end at any moment. This This existence is finite. It is. And it is a fucking privilege to be here. And especially in this time and in this country. So enjoy it. Fucking enjoy your life. If you want to watch all the TV in the world, watch all the fucking TV in the world. As long as you got a career and, you know, you got your bills paid, you should do whatever the fuck you want. Go fucking exercise. You know, play video games. Go play fucking video games. You want to do drugs? Go do fucking drugs. Do whatever you want to do because at a certain point you won't be able to anymore. At least not in this existence, but... That's it for today. Keep safe, my babies. Hugs and kisses. And uh, the next one won't be so much of a downer. I apologize, but I just, you know, I was thinking about it. So stay safe out there.